How long have you written poetry? Since then, tis centuries, and yet feels shorter than the day I first surmised the horses' heads were toward eternity. Why do you read poetry? I caught this morning morning's minion. Why do you read poetry? Batter my heart. Why do you read poetry? I have wasted my life. Why do you read poetry? Milton, thou shouldst be living at this hour. What is the first poem you remember? She sailed away one sunny summer day on the back of a crocodile. And then? T'was brillig and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wave. And then? Anyone lived in a pretty how town. And then? The great light cage has broken up in the air, freeing, I think, about a million birds. And then? I sang in my chains like the sea. Why poetry? Where there is personal liking, we go. Why poetry? Poetry sheds no tears such as angels weep, but natural and human tears. She can boast of no celestial ichor that distinguishes her vital juices from those of prose. The same human blood circulates through the veins of them both. Why poetry? Poetry is connate with the origin of man. Why poetry? Of all things of thought, poetry is closest to thought. Why poetry? The immortal mind craves objects that endure. Why poetry? The poem is sad because it wants to be yours and cannot. Why poetry? We've lived quietly among the stars, knowing money isn't what matters. Why poetry? A day is not a day of mind unless, until all lifetime is repaired despair. Why poetry? Since our knowledge is historical, flowing, and flown. Why poetry? A need for poetry. Why do you write poetry? I am a native in this world and think in it as a native thinks. Why do you write poetry? Because existence is willy-nilly thrust into our hands. Our fate is to make something, if nothing else, the shape cut by the arc of our lives. Why do you write poetry? Odi et amo. Why do you write poetry? My purpose here is to advance into the sense of the weather. Why do you write poetry? I sing to use the waiting. My Elizabeth Bishop begins with Gertrude Stein. This is not usual. Bishop is unusual, but not in the way Stein is unusual. I was not used to Gertrude Stein and found I could not get used to Stein, though I tried. I was struggling to find a topic for my undergraduate thesis. This seemed the most important thing in the world. Whatever is the world to you is the most important thing to you. I would be making myself in this thing. I was always making myself or being made. This was unavoidable. I was planning to be made by Gertrude Stein, but she was not cooperating. 
She was operating on another plane, a fractured cubist grid I could not make out. I was falling off the edge of Gertrude Stein, and there was no ledge for me, no stone to stand on in Gertrude Stein. At that time, why did I want to be made by Stein? She is, of course, very fine. Everyone thinks so, except those who don't, and many don't. She is, of course, ridiculous, until she's not. And then she both is and is not ridiculous, and what is ridiculous looks like something else completely. None of this I knew then. That was a different when. Then I had read three lives and maybe a poem or two, a valentine to Sherwood Anderson, and a sweet, 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 sweet Susie Asado do. A usual understanding was not demanded. I thought I could make Stein mine. I thought I would make a valentine, my own thesis on Gertrude Stein. And then I read Stein, or other Stein, and found I could not find through Stein a line, much less a through line. It was summer. Depression is much worse in summer. The sun gloats. It is summer, and it is rainy, and depression's gone. Then summer had me abed, anxious to find what I could find in Stein to make mine or be made by. I could find nothing in Stein, and my mind would not be mine. It was not mine, but neither was it Stein's. On my desk, a book, Elizabeth Bishop, The Complete Poems, 1927-1979. to Elizabeth Bishop outlived Gertrude Stein. She wrote many fewer lines. This book is inscribed with loving lines by my friend and then-tutor Janice Knight. Janice was a knight who shone. A knight-errant did not err in sending me to Elizabeth Bishop. Elizabeth is my mother's name, and this is likely not irrelevant. Bishop was no bishop, but may have known some. She seems Episcopalian. My mother was a king, Elizabeth King, and kings outrank bishops, as Shakespeare proves. Harold Bloom claims Shakespeare invented the human, and Gertrude Stein wrote everybody's autobiography. It is a wonderful book, and had I read it that sun-gloating summer, I might never have made my move to Bishop. A knight in shining armor led me to Bishop, and the Bishop seemed to shine more clearly than the stony Stein I could not find my way through to be made by. For women can be knights like Britomart and Spencer, cross-dressed, braving her test, Be bold, be not too bold. Thus I came to Bishop. Jonathan Galassi loves Elizabeth Bishop in a real and pure way. People make friends over Elizabeth Bishop and enemies over Robert Lowell. Some people say you cannot like both Stein and Bishop. They line up in little teams. They taunt the other teams or refuse to let them play on their field. This is moronic like many a schoolyard game. Not that there is not discrimination required, but discriminating may yet bring you to a place where Bishop meets Stein and Stein meets Bishop, and they are quite congenial and have tea in the mind. Life is surprising like that. So is poetry. Most people do not wish to be surprised, especially once they have announced their team and bought their team uniforms. 
Now everyone likes Elizabeth Bishop, except the ones who don't. Louise Glick once said she never could see all the fuss about Bishop, or she did not say so exactly, but made plain that this was what she felt, which was amusing, and a sharp shift from the bovine worship Bishop in some quarters elicits. For a bishop may be promoted to a pope, and Bishop is not infallible. Everybody likes Elizabeth Bishop because she is nice. Elizabeth Bishop will not cut off your nuts or bare her vagina. She could, though, make a rose, a rose, a rose. Quote, roses, 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 exacting roses from the body, and the even darker, accurate rose of sex. In her not-so-vague, vague poem, Vaguely Love Poem, which Bishop herself did not publish during her lifetime, C.F. The Vagaries of Publishing Unpublished Bishop. Elizabeth Bishop made a queer map. Elizabeth Bishop did not mistake the map for the territory. She did not take territory as if that were the only story, unlike Robert Lowell. Robert Lowell is so lowly you must unlowell him to lower him into you. This I found. He was not sound. Quote, My mind's not right. I hear my ill spirit sob in each blood cell, as if my hand were at its throat, from skunk hour. He was wound tight and then unwound. Lost, found, he got around. Bishop did so famously. Her titles show a wide sightseeing, places for living and being. Waiting at Wellfleet, Paris 7 a.m., Florida, Cape Breton, Varick Street, arrival at Santos, Brazil, January 1, 1502. She was north and south. She was all geography, her last book, Geography 3. Elizabeth Bishop moved on many squares. Her seas were layers. Quote, we'd rather have the iceberg than the ship. Quote, but he sleeps on the top of his mast with his eyes closed tight. The gull inquired into his dream which was, I must not fall. The spangled sea below wants me to fall. It is hard as diamonds. It wants to destroy us all. Elizabeth Bishop, a study of poetic location, is what I called my thesis. It had no thesis, it was largely exegesis. This was before everyone knew Elizabeth Bishop, before general worship. There were essays and fans, but no biography. There was Ashbury. She was hard to see. Her letters were in Houghton Library, her letters to Robert Lowell. Bishop was an American poet in Brazil, while Lowell was an American poet in America. He was official. His private was public. He was privy to our public republic. He had a wide mind, but perhaps not so deep as Bishop, who sounded seas, quote, Cold, dark, deep, and absolutely clear, element bearable to no mortal. She is sometimes and rarely erotic. Lowell was manic, sclerotic. His letters to her were not in Houghton Library. One side of a correspondence is a thing to see. The librarians insisted on pencil. Houghton surely knew Lowell's who spoke only to Cabot's who spoke only to God. Harvard was Harvard, is Harvard, Harvard. Boston was a microcosm of provincial orgasm, taking itself for world cataclysm. Bishop 
had a different prism.